Welcome to The Patient Podcast, a series of conversations with innovators, HR leaders, and benefit advisors about how they're solving benefit challenges and building healthier communities by helping people access and afford healthcare. Hi there, I'm Laura Cave, and today we're going to be talking about dental benefits with our guest, Brent Troxel of Beta Health and Delta Dental of Colorado. For anyone not familiar, they specialize in offering dental savings plans and dental insurance, among other insurance products, to individuals and employer groups in Colorado with an expanding presence nationally. We've had the privilege of getting to know Brent and his team as partners over the past few months, and we wanted to take our conversation to the podcast here to share what we've been up to and hear more about the innovation that Beta Health is bringing uh, to the dental benefits space. Before we say hello to Brent, I want to welcome my co-host, Patience, VP of Product Strategy and a familiar voice around here, Mr. J.R. Clark. How are you today, J.R.? Laura, I am doing great. I'm glad to be making another episode today. So, JR, talk to me a little bit about dental benefits. There are dental savings plans and dental insurance, which I understand are not the same thing. Maybe talk us th- through briefly what these products are and how they're maybe similar or different from how health insurance works. That sounds good, Laura. So, first off, I have to say that uh, dental health is a really important part of the overall health. So in my past life in the health insurance world, um, there were studies that came across my desk from time to time to show that you know, improved health, dental health really does correlate well with improved medical health. And I think partially that's related to the idea that you know untreated dental conditions really can become medical issues. So having a good dental benefit that provides access to care really is an important part of any employee benefits package. So then you know, back to your question specifically, Laura, you know, in terms of the difference between a dental savings plan, you know, versus dental insurance, really the, the simplest way to think about, about it is really that like a dental savings plan is designed to provide coverage for kind of specific costs or procedures within a provider network. You know, a lot of those times are for, that's kind of for planned or routine or kind of common services that you would see in the dental space. The flip side of it is insurance and really Insurance, on the other hand, is designed to kind of help take care of the costs of those more unexpected items that pop up in the dental space. Okay, that's that's super helpful. Um, I appreciate the context, and I know we're going to hear a lot more about this from today's guest. So as I mentioned, Brent Troxell is here with us. He's a senior vice president at Beta Health, where he's supporting healthcare innovation and improving community health with Ensemble Innovation Ventures and Delta Dental of Colorado. Previously in his career, he was involved in city and county government, where he worked on public works and managed public budgets and teams in support of his community. And I know he's going to tell us more about it. Brent, welcome to the show. Thanks, Laura. Great to be here. Appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. So to kick us off, I mean, I always like to understand a little bit about how people got to be doing what they're doing. None of us, I think, thought as little kids that we would be working in healthcare. So um, tell us a little bit about your professional journey. How did you find your way to uh, Delta Dental of Colorado and and Beta Health? Sure, absolutely. Um, As you mentioned, I had a little bit of an indirect path to where I am today. So uh, kind of going back to the beginning of the professional career in 2009, I graduated college during the recession. 
I uh, didn't really have a clear direction of where I wanted to go at the time. I started out working locally for my congressman and quickly saw how much impact you could have at a, at a local level um, as opposed to the federal level. So I decided to uh, switch to that field and ended up spending almost a decade in the, in the Southeast and the Midwest working in cities and counties um, to provide hopefully uh, what our residents saw as great service for them. I decided to take a bit of a career switch. So I went to the University of Denver for my MBA. I knew I wanted to be near the mountains um, and, and settle in there. So I was actually thinking about healthcare going into the program that that might be where I wanted to end up. But as I moved through, I became a little bit more industry agnostic and just wanted to focus on a really good strategy type role. Um, so from there, I graduated in June 2020 uh, at the height of the hiring freeze after the pandemic. So you have terrible luck. <laughs> I know. For the sake of the American economy, I won't go back to school anymore. Um, my graduation. <laughs> Thank you. So well. Appreciate that. Um, and then after graduation, I was able to land a, an internship with Delta Dental of Colorado at a really interesting time for them organizationally. So they were creating a holding company to enable them to diversify outside of selling just dental insurance in Colorado. Um, and so they had to kind of create this new organizational, stru organizational structure um, because of the insurance regulations to do so that they weren't able to do within their existing entity. So I was able to really help set up the governance as the holding company Ensemble Innovation Ventures um, was formed and created. And then we also, at the same time, concurrently, were setting up a corporate venture fund. So I helped um, helped get them set up as well. Uh, so they're continuing to invest in early stage healthcare startups uh, today. And then I eventually joined full time to help lead that diversification strategy which led to our acquisition of Beta Health almost a year ago now. Um, so I led that acquisition process and started managing the company on a day-to-day -day basis. And I continue to play a role in Delta Dental of Colorado, uh, leading and supporting sales, product, and overall strategy. Yes, that's awesome, Brent. Um, you know, earlier, just a little bit ago, I provided a super high-level overview of, you know, kind of the dental scene. Uh, but could you tell us a little bit about the different offerings, whether it's for employers or individuals uh, across your roles at Delta Dental and Beta Health? Absolutely. So Delta Dental of Colorado is the state's largest dental insurance carrier. And what many people don't know and are surprised to hear is that it's actually a nonprofit. Uh, so we use our business of, of selling commercial insurance to fund our mission um, and we know that we have to improve the oral health of the communities we serve, and we meet a lot of different needs for diverse populations to do that. So the very most common way that you'll see it and a lot of people will experience it is that tr traditional dental insurance that many employers offer as part of a competitive benefits package. And their employees um, are going to be able to receive that. And then older adults particularly, but any individual who's not covered by their employer can also buy dental insurance individually as well. But we also know that traditional dental insurance doesn't fit the needs for everyone for one reason or another. Um, so another product that we offer to help remove cost barriers to oral health care services, which is what I've helped bring forward, is the dental savings plan. So Beta Health offers that dental savings plan, which, like you said, is not an insurance plan. 
members can achieve significant savings on certain dental procedures. And with these products, there's no maximums, no waiting periods, no annual deductibles, no claims. Um, and payment is made from the patient directly at the time of the of service to the provider. So it's just another kind of um, foray into in a dental benefits because we know in Colorado, almost a quarter of the population doesn't have dental insurance. Um, and cost is the number one reason that people aren't going to the dentist. So we know that there are other needs that people have to figure out a way to access care. That's really interesting. I, I'm curious, as you've been looking across the landscape, you know, how have you seen health and and the dental benefit specifically evolving over the past couple of years? And I'm curious if there are any trends or just a couple of big ideas that you're excited about for the years to come. So I'm a little bit new to the industry. I've only really been involved in the last couple of years. So my experience is limited, but I do believe that there we're at a really interesting place where the conversation around oral and overall health is really picking up and people are starting to hear it a lot more. People are starting to talk about it and research it a lot more, but there's, there's still kind of a, a lack of kind of fully connectedness between that because we separate medical and dental um, in this country. So I think as far as the benefits go, there's been a trend of kind of providing certain benefits or trying to do things just for the sake of doing them, but without like a real connection to the individual that is receiving them and and providing benefits that are having a meaningful impact and creating a difference in the lives of those consumers. As an example, you might have uh, an annual max on a dental insurance that goes up to $3,000 or $5,000. Well, the need for that is very, very limited. And the number of people that are going to use that is very, very limited. Um, so it's a little bit of kind of just the, the sizzle uh, as opposed to really me- meaningful and tangible things. So I think that what we want to focus on and what we're trying to think about is how can we underscore the connection between overall and oral health And how can we focus on wellness as a product? So I think as the benefits industry continues to change, that consumers are really going to want to understand what what it is that they're getting and how it impacts their overall health um, and how it's really connected to their whole body. And really, the other part is the experience as well. How can it be as not as insurancy as possible? And what it what can they um, what can they get out of it that just fits really well into their lives and what they're trying to achieve for themselves? That's awesome. So I'm I'm curious to dive a little bit more into dental savings plans in particular. So I guess first off, you know, will you please tell us a little bit more about the emergence of dental savings plans and how are employers and individuals using those dental savings plans to access dental care in an affordable way? Dental savings plans have been around for quite a while, honestly. I did not know about them before I really got into uh, got into the industry and started uh, researching and figuring out what the best strategies for us to move forward are. Um, but they have been around for a while. I just don't think that it's something that comes to mind and that people think of. 
but it's really a pretty great way for employers who are offering voluntary benefits, meaning that the employee is actually is paying the full cost or a partial cost of that benefit um, to give to their employees because it's a low cost way to enter the dental benefits market outside of your traditional insurance. So employers can offer dental savings plans alongside traditional dental insurance plans, and then employees can choose what is better for them. We found that it's a really great kind of side-by-side offering for employees, for employers who have temporary, part-time, or voluntary benefits um, where they're not able to offer that full package but can still provide some kind of incentive or some kind of um, benefit offering for their employees to look at and not have to go out there and do it on their own. And then for individuals, you know, what we hear is that it's really about protecting yourself. So you're not, you know that you have some level of protection in case something happens to you. If you have some kind of dental emergency that you need to have larger out-of-pocket costs and it's that lower, that lower cost per month, um, to have that level, have that level of protection um, that you might want to protect you and your family. Yeah, I love what you're talking about. It it, it makes me think. You know, we've talked a lot on the show and in recent months that just about the way that the health benefit has been changing over the last, you know. 10, even 20 years with the rising cost of care, the rising cost of premiums, the rising cost of the deductibles and out-of-pocket maximums in the core health benefit, you know, is putting folks in a position where there's less money available for these other benefits. And yet we know that access to care, access to early treatment and access to dental care services and, and oral health is a key part of uh, the health benefit. And so what a lot of people have been doing has been, you know, diversifying the health plan offering in a way that allows people to get the plan that suits them in their life stage. If they want to be on a high deductible plan, save in a health savings account because they're young and healthy and they're not consuming a lot of care during certain years, that makes sense for some people. And it sounds like kind of what you're saying on the dental side of things is there's the same opportunity for a more personalized experience and a product that's more suited to the the cost-saving priority and also unlocking access to care for, especially for those preventive services. I, does that resonate? Absolutely. It does. Um, I think that's, that's exactly right. And the other thing that we want to achieve here is transparency that one of the things I think about the medical industry overall that has been a huge complaint is that you don't know what it is that you're going getting. You don't know what it is that you're going to pay when you go in. And so with the dental savings plan, you have a lot more transparency because our fees are listed right there up front. So you know when you walk into the office what, what you're expecting to pay when you get a cleaning. If you have a cavity and you need to get it filled, if you have a crown, you know exactly what that is going to be. And so that's the other really... I think strong point about a dental savings plan is that people can plan for those expenses and understand that going in and just have that conversations with their provider or with their family uh, about when that care can be received and how they're going to be able to access it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, you know, we've been dreaming about the day when you could really properly shop for care, but that's always challenging just structurally with medical care because it's usually unplanned and it's 
complex because our bodies are complex. With dental, it sounds like it's a little bit simpler. We we're trying to make it that way for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this, this segues really nicely into my next question, which is, um, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about the partnership with patient and the role that you see patient playing within this, this strategy. Absolutely. So the overall, our overall strategy really comes from our mindset of as an organization about caring about oral health access. And so we want to provide more access to care by reducing cost barriers, which we know, like I said before, is the number one reason that people don't go to the dentist. So we are able to, um, as we look at what this benefit is with our, the name of our product um, with Beta Health is called the Alpha Dental Plan. And then we um, leverage it in Colorado as Delta Dental Patient Direct. Um, so with these two plans, we love to have patients side by side, and it's really our biggest additional value add, because even though we can provide that transparency, we can provide that low monthly cost, if someone still has to go in and get a crown for $750, that's a huge unexpected expense. And we want to be kind of that first line of def- your mouth is that kind of first line of defense for your overall health. And so patient gives us a way to provide our members that extra sense of security, that they have a way to go get the care that they need at the time that they need it and not have to pay credit card interest rates or pay some other um, other type of uh, medical financing interest rate. Um, so we, this is the highest level of value add that we advertise on our plans. And we've seen it by the initial, the value of it by the initial uptick that we've had just over the last few months of working with you. Um, so 0% interest, you know, no fees. It's just an incredible way for us to really show that we're not just trying to sell a product for the sake of selling it, but we're trying to provide this solution for access to care at the best possible cost. That's great. So you, you have done so much up to this point, obviously to help folks with, you know, being the frontline level of care. Right. And so we've been kind of looking backwards. So I want to kind of flip the script script a little bit and look forward. So when you think about 2023 and beyond, what do you think is one thing that employers can do to help their employees better access dental care? I'd say at, a, at an entry level, it's providing either a traditional dental insurance plan or providing a dental savings plan and recognizing that there are different options out there in the market. And so not just thinking that as an employer, you might not be able to afford it, but helping connect your employees to a great benefit. We know that anything that can help reduce the barriers to care are going to be critical in helping get people the dental care that they need. And what that means for an employer is that they're able to provide a benefit. It's going to help increase. We know that competitive benefits increased retention. Um, and so it's just, an, it's really important um, part of an overall benefits package. But I think also is helping going, going through that benefits 
process is helping employees understand why healthcare is oral healthcare is so important. Um, we've talked about it that you know it's connected to your overall health, but employees can lose a lot of work hours if they have oral health issues that fester and they they're not taken care of, or their children are missing school because of oral health care issues that they can't afford as well. So by making that a priority, as much of a priority as it is for overall medical um, health care benefits, um, it's a really important part of the comprehensive benefits package to help their employees stay healthier and more productive. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I know that, you know, healthcare literacy and financial literacy are two pieces that are so critical for employees. And it's something that we spend a lot of time thinking about how we can be supportive of that as we educate people about how to use their patient card in the context of getting care. So definitely a a joint effort there. Um, So Brent, I wanted to ask you as you look ahead, uh, what's next for Beta Health? What are you excited about this year? Uh, One of our biggest priorities is modernizing the customer experience. One of the things I noted earlier is that people really want that seamless way to access the benefits that they um, have paid for. And so we are working to make it easier for our members to find a dentist, to access care. Uh, And as part of that focus, we're launching a brand new website um, in quarter two. So sometime probably in the the May to June timeframe, we're working diligently on that. And then the other thing is that we're always working to expand our network and provider access. So we have our own network here in Colorado with over 600 providers. And then we also um, leverage a national network as well. So we're continuing to figure out how to expand and make sure that our members have the best access possible. Well, Brent, this has been a fantastic discussion. We really appreciate that you've joined us, and I guarantee you people are going to be reaching out and uh, wanting to know how they can get a hold of you. So I'll just ask you right up front right now, uh, where can our listeners find you online? Sure. Um, I'd be happy to connect with anyone. Uh, You can find me on my LinkedIn, Brent Troxel, uh, for our our companies and to see what our benefits offer. You can find us on alphadentalplan.com or deltadentalco.com. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Brent. Really appreciate your time. It's been a privilege to be here and uh, it's great to partner with you guys. Awesome. Well, that's a wrap for this week. I'm Laura Cave and this has been The Patient Podcast. If you'd like to share feedback or contact us directly about this episode or any other, drop us a note at podcast at patient.com. That's podcast at P-A-Y-T-I-E-N-T.com. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.